Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to part two. We're talking about attention, seeking attention, holding one's attention, and I'm joined by Pixie Lot and JP Cooper. Attention! So what about being praised then, JP? How do you cope with like being praised or winning an award, that type of attention? Critical acclaim. So people have noticed you and you get the win. Like I've won one of the big arty farty award in comedy. Unbelievably, I spent most of my life saying the word fart, but I did win the big the Edinburgh one. So I thought that that's sort of different to getting a kind of like I don't know, a BAFTA or, or something, which is a different type of exposure. How do you deal with that, that sort of acclaim with both of you, but JP first? And this will, this will be the same for anyone listening to this, getting an appraisal at work or getting a promotion. Some people can find that embarrassing, having to walk in on the Monday into their new role and into their <laughs> new office. There's something about it that sort of can be double-edged sword sometimes. I think when it comes to work and when it comes to critical acclaim, love that you know because it's it's and particularly my work it's like it's me and it's my team and we're all working towards that it's great I think where I find it weird is when it's just fame it's not necessarily we love you because of the work you do and the way that you present that I think nowadays more than ever as well it's this idea of celebrity Mm. like I definitely do not feel like a celebrity I don't feel like it Anywhere I go, I do gigs and I come off and I feel like these people have come out to my show, but I don't feel like this big star. I just feel like I've sang and they've, I don't know, I have a weird relationship with it. But at the same time, I constantly, you know, I, I refer to myself as a Z-lister. So, you know, that's that's how I sort of like to keep myself. I want my music to do well. I want people to appreciate. I love, I love love from a distance, you know, so if they're enjoying it, Love that. I love hearing how it's affected people. When someone stops me on the street, I probably go, bright red. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's what I was going to ask you, Pixie. Is that I think I have a similar relationship to JP with praise from a distance. I'm all about that. The Guardian writes some glowing yeah. thing. Yes, please. I get a lot love of it. I get a lot of private messages about this show, unbelievably, from blokes saying blah, blah, blah. And I love all of that. But mm. I'll tell you what makes me get embarrassed, because the only thing I can't do, which doesn't fit with my attention-seeking show-off personality, <laughs> is when someone starts praising me to my face, I can't bear it. I don't know. Maybe it's the, maybe it goes back to what JB says about when, when you're at the party and you it's the ego or I don't know what it is. If mm. someone's mm. like, I love you, you're so funny because of X, Y, Z, I'm like, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. What, yeah. what the hell is going on there? 
I don't know. I think that's quite like a British thing, though. Maybe isn't it like taking maybe. compliments? Like I know, uh, definitely. Like even growing up at school, when someone would be like, "Oh, that was really good," I'd be like, "No, no, no, you were really good. No, you were really good." Like even now, do you know what I mean? It's kind of hard to take it, but I do think it's good to do that, to accept it, and then give it as well. But yeah, I've definitely some, it's something that's hard. I think you can. But well, what are you like with it? Someone starts appraising you to the face. Are you like write it down and I'll read it later, or are you like yeah, bring that shit on? There's nothing wrong with liking <laughs> it, it Bixie. Me no, and JP are the weirdos here. It would be more <laughs> no, it would be more normal to want to hear it. No, I think I, I obviously I'm, I I think I just feel really grateful if someone's being really nice. It's just I just yeah, yeah I think there's it's a positive thing. I think, yeah, it is hard sometimes, though, and you just want to... I know the feeling of, of being embarrassed by that, but I think I still am really grateful for any compliments. <laughs> well, well let's, let's move over to a space where everyone seems to be looking for attention and wants compliments the whole time. The dreaded social media, which, of course, I say dreaded, complete bullshit. I spend my whole life flogging tickets on it, trying to be <laughs> funny on it, and then getting off on the attention. But surely that's the whole premise of social media, is it not, JB, to seek attention i mean it doesn't have any other it's about connectivity is it fuck i mean there's plenty of people on there with zero who follow zero people who are connected to no one mm. i think it's it's about um a lot of it it's a, pl- it's a platform like a shop window you know it's like this is this is me this is like, uh, this is a difficult thing because i'm a very normal person but at the same time you're a brand which is the, oh, the hardest weirdest thing to say I guess you're trying to share that. You're trying to share your new creations, your new ideas, your new bits and bobs. But it also becomes the biggest marketing campaign that majority of people in your team have. So you can't really escape it because you just disappear into obscurity. But even if we weren't doing this for a living, though, JP, there are, there is two types of people out there. Someone that can buy a new car and doesn't put it online and someone who buys a car mm. and, and has to put it online. So that's something that's happened to me this week. I've got a new car and it has been a battle with myself to not put it on, not to do a dickhead holding the keys picture. It's been tough. <laughs> I've even, I've composed drafts, I've deleted. I've won the battle. There is you no won. Evidence, there's no evidence of, of my car Love. purchase online. No, I'm really like, curious to see what car it is now. Oh, it's nothing. It's just, oh, just a run around. <laughs> uh, I bet it's amazing. <laughs> but, the, uh, but the point is... <laughs> This is not just about, but we happen to have right, unusual jobs. But if we did not, we would still be having this battle with social media. You strike me, JP, as someone that like would maybe wouldn't have some of it, and we're like, it's all bollocks. I'm not fucking having that. Fuck off. But I don't know. See, this this is where it gets interesting because I think if I didn't do what I do as a profession, and I haven't sort of reached places where I can kind of validate my creativity and my visions. I probably would be the guy putting loads of videos of me singing on there. Right. Still, regardless of people wanting to see it or not. So it's liberating in that way. That's good. Yeah. Whereas now I kind of have to force myself to do it because when I'm sitting down to write a song, I don't think, oh, best get the camera out. <laughs> Pixie, what about you? I mean, social media, how, how do you use it? How do you deal with it? It's a different world for women. We know that. It brings all types of attention and body parts your way via social media. How do you deal with it all? And what's it like? I think obviously there's some great things about it and then there's some not great things about it. And I'm saying the same thing here, what I said earlier, but I do think you have to take it with a pinch of salt. And that is like my phrase of the night. But (laughs) you do, because I don't think everything's real 
even when, you know, it's like hashtag real post, hashtag no filter, I, I, I don't think it's 100%. Do you know what I mean? Because it's still what people are putting out there, which is fine. If you want something completely real or something really spiritual or meaningful, then go and look at like a podcast or like a, you know, some kind of YouTube thing. But I think it's great for inspiration. It's great for connecting people. And I think social media has been great music-wise. Like when I was younger and I was first starting out, I had songs on my MySpace page. And obviously MySpace is like very old school. But it helped me get to where I am today, 100%. And I think a lot of people have, you know, done that with YouTube and stuff. So I think it's great for new artists. Well, if any artist, you know. But, yeah, there's definitely good things and bad things. But... Just take it with a pinch of salt. I've said it three times. Can you? But can you? Can you salt bay the negative stuff as well? Because that's the okay. I can take it with a pinch of salt. If if, I, if I'm looking at my hashtag hashtag perfect life and it's another comedian with his with his Ferrari, you know, you take it with a. Not, I you buy bought a Ferrari, a Ferrari didn't Just you? Just to be clear, I would not buy a Ferrari. You and did. Uh, no, there's no way <laughs> I can be seen in that. Uh, but the point the point is, uh, I would take it with. I take the, the fake positive shop front with a pinch of salt, the attention yeah. seeking. But what about when negative attention rolls in? I mean, I can't even. I probably get a fraction of what you get, picks because we we live in this quite still quite a misogynistic world, really. Well, there's a few bad apples in the male barrel that spoil it for the rest of us boys. But I'm guessing you get very different comments to what I get. Yeah, obviously, there's a, there's definitely some negative stuff out there if you go looking for it for sure. Yeah, but if you have a picture of you up, you're shopping. It's a normal picture. It's a fun picture. You're chucking up a double peace sign and underneath you're getting trolled for some reason. How do you, Are you like, pinch of salt, it doesn't mean anything, it's just a sad person, or does it get you? Oh, sorry. Yeah, no, no. It depends what it is, what I'm reading. With like pinch of salt, I mean like don't get too, you know, like when you can compare yourself yeah, and think, yeah, oh, yeah. that's a perfect picture. Good advice. But yeah, that's what I mean with the taking of a pinch of salt. The, the actual like words that are nasty and stuff... It's horrible. So, JP, so uh, how do you deal with any negative attention you get on social media or do you not really? Is there anyone that goes, oh, shut up, bro, stop singing, I hate it, or do you ever get anything like that? Is it, does it hurt more if it's about the craft than it does if it's about your appearance or something? Oh, my God. I mean, appearance, I couldn't care less. Like, I just don't. It's so funny. I had a, a while back there was a person who kept posting on my YouTube videos saying something like, JP looks more homeless every video that he puts up. And I just found it hilarious. I was like, okay, fair enough. But yeah, if they was to say something about the performance or the writing, actually not so much for that. There's certain songs where I don't mind if they say it about the writing because it was written for a particular purpose and it's not supposed to be deep and supposed to be anything else like that. But if it's something that I can look at, it's usually if I see truths in it. Yeah, yeah. Then it hurts. But generally, I'm quite lucky I don't know if I'm doing something wrong. People say that you're doing something right if, if people don't like you. Maybe I need more abuse. Then maybe I would be doing better. <laughs> Do you think that is the difference between men and women on, on online? I mean, it's, again, it, um, apologies. We have to make generalisations here to knock them down, guys. So just switch off if you can't handle it. That I think girls probably suffer more when people come for their personal appearance and looks and things like that. I mean, anecdotal evidence would suggest there's a link between social media and eating disorders and blah, blah, blah. So it's not just me spouting hot air. So JP and I go online. And if we were going to be trolled incessantly for a week for, I don't know, if I was going to be trolled for my hair or how, my, my body or something, I would probably choose that any day of the week for being trolled over a set that had been on live at the Apollo this week. Whereas I'm guessing 
if most girls could be trolled for their work, whether they're a barrister or, or whether they work in a supermarket, whatever it is they do, they'd rather be trolled for the work than they would for how they looked. Oh. They find that tougher because of the world we live in and women are judged more on their looks than men. That's just the world we live in. I didn't make that world. I hate that world. I've got a daughter. I want that world to change. But surely that is the case at the time of recording. Yeah, and that's, that's such a tough one to say because obviously both are not great. Yeah, I, I think like if it's comments about stuff that I've done, that I've created or sang or something, I find that hard as well. But you have to be open to constructive criticism. But I think it's just the nasty, nasty trolling stuff. I'll never understand. I don't. I will never understand it. And I think, like, luckily on my my social media pages, it's fine. It's sometimes on on comment sections or like if you search a hashtag and stuff. You can just find yeah, just don't do it. Yeah, don't do it. I've got myself into like, I've definitely got better as I've got older. But when I first started out, I was like, what is this? People are like writing these things. Like, why would you even spend your time like actually typing this out? And I just would get stuck in a rabbit hole and it just make myself feel terrible. But I think it's not good to do. That's never going to be a good idea to do that. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Do you think the paradox is that trolls that affect everyone, where people with four followers to people with four million followers, let's remember that. I mean, it really affects everyone. Do you think, ironically, it's the trolls are the ones that are seeking attention, really? <laughs> They're the ones putting the fishing hook out, hoping you'll, I probably would make their day. If you type, fuck off, you're nothing, you're nothing but a low-life bastard, and then block them, they're like, yes, that's another win on my troll matrix. Well, that has happened, hasn't it? I think that's happened a few, well, loads of times people have done that, and then they write back like, oh, I didn't mean what I said, and, like, they're actually, like, like the person sometimes. I don't know. It's it's a whole, mm. it's a whole minefield. Another little stat for you. The information age has changed our general attention span. A study from researchers at the University of Denmark suggests the collective global attention span is narrowing due to the amount of information that is presented to the public. The average attention span is down from 12 seconds in the year 2000 to eight seconds now. That is less than the nine second attention span of your average goldfish. 
So we've got so much information oh, wow. coming at us that our attention is narrowing to cope with it. So is it just going to keep getting worse and worse and worse? Until eventually. I mean, you know, I can remember when TikTok and some of its predecessors came out. There was one before that. I even forgot what it was called. It's like, oh, my God, 10-second videos. Who makes 10-second videos? I mean, sooner or later, it's going to be like just a face. There'll be face influencers <laughs> that can put for funny face. Oh, facial expression guy 4000 is my favourite influencer. And he just goes, yeah. he just does a, oh, <laughs> amazed by how far are we going to go? Oh, that's, that is quite scary. But actually, isn't it the same JP, like with the, you know, the Spotify attention span? It's something like it's gone right down. I can't remember how many seconds it is now, but people skip yeah. the new songs. Well, this is what I'm thinking, JP. In fact, you more, no one listens to albums anymore. No one goes, oh, JP's dropped his new album. I'm going to start from the beginning and listen all the way through yeah, in the yeah, way yeah. it's like, no, I want to go forward to uh, the track I love. Oh, I listen to that one, yeah, mm. skip. And I mean... Your, your album might be telling a story. It goes back to what I was saying about we don't sit down and read books anymore. It's got to affect you if you're seeing an album telling. I think there'll always be people who want that, who crave that. They want to know more about the artist. They want to know, you know, there's always going to be those people. But I think generally it's really interesting, you know, the length of songs, you know, pop songs, the length of songs, how quickly, I mean, basically you're just trying to control someone's thumb. Stop them swiping or <laughs> clicking next. And it's funny because I don't like writing my music like that, but I kind of like learning about writing music like that as far as when it comes to trying to write pop music, whether it's for me or for other people in the future. It is quite fascinating, the psychology of it and the tools that are used to control the thumb and stop people swiping or clicking to the next track or whatever. It's be such a great album, that name, Thumb Controller. <laughs> you on the front like that. You, you will yeah. click each track. But that's basically it. <laughs> Same on TikTok, anything, you know. Trying to get someone to just stay on that. Pix, you could do a song called I Control Your Thumb, Boy. There's no way you skip. You will never skip me, baby boy. Well, uh, anyway. <laughs> it's a hit. Right, it's credit. It's a hit. Right, it's credit. Right, we cannot, we cannot leave uh, in our final few minutes without talking about the obvious area I've saved the best till last we're on to dessert relationships you're in a relationship come on Pixie girls need more attention than guys in a relationship they just do come on it is hard with the generalising though isn't it because I don't know I, I'm just trying to think in mind who who likes more attention I think we both like it I feel like I give a lot and I get a lot. I think it's like a 50-50 vibe. But then you've got to explain to some of the younger men who are smashing their heads against the wall trying to be nice guys, <laughs> why are women attracted to guys that show them less attention? That's why I've never fucking got my head around. when Because I, I was like a like a, a sort of a puppy. <laughs> Can I buy you a drink? And he's just, 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 I've just <laughs> fucked, basically. I had, to, I had to grow into my personality. <laughs> I was lucky I even got off with a girl before I was 30. Um <laughs> And yet the guy with the guy with one syllable doing it like Terry the Coke dealer in the corner that sells pens will be pulling all night long. What the fuck? <laughs> I I know that's the thing. Like girls go for the bad guys, the tough guys. I like nice guys. I like people who you can talk to and like that offer you Yeah, but attention we're talking about. Is there something creepy? Is that what it is? Is there something slightly creepy or weird about a guy? who's given an attention to a lady. Is, is, is it better to be more standoffish? No, you've got to read the room. You've got to read I should be good at room. that. That's literally yeah. my job. That is what you uh, do. J <laughs> <laughs> JP, what are you? That's why I got married as soon as I could. Out of the game, retired, <laughs> neutered. I wore a collar so I couldn't lick the stitches. Happy as Larry. 
JP, what about you? When you were single, were you like the, hey, who's that silent guy in the corner? Or were you like me? Can I buy you a drink? What films do you like? The Odeon's open on Wednesday. Can I take you? <laughs> Similar to the attention thing. So when I was younger, I would be, I think it's the confidence of youth. I would happily go and speak to people. Isn't that weird? So you think you were more confident when you were younger? Because I always think confidence comes with age. Yeah. It does, statistically. It's a really? very unusual statement, that. Very unusual. Wow. I thought, like, the confidence of youth was a thing. No. Have you met a 70-year-old man or woman? They do not give a shit anymore. <laughs> <laughs> They're but like, that's true. come that's on, get true. in. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, when I was younger, I would... I don't know, maybe I just fancied myself a little bit more than I do now, kind of. I know what you mean in the way that, like, compared to when I was younger, as I've got older... Like, for instance, like when I'm skiing, I didn't have any fear and I was more confident then. And now I am rubbish mm. because I feel like I know what can happen. I can fall over. I can break my leg. I can. Do you know what I mean? Maybe some divorced people feel like that when they're going out on the pool. It is the emotional equivalent of skiing. I could break my heart. <laughs> I could fall on the slope of love. <laughs> That's a minefield. I mean, I, I hope I never date again because trying to navigate that in this day and age... Oh, my God. Do, but do you not think, JB, there is a sort of stereotype that it's sort of feminine trait to seek attention, but to need to be told you're beautiful or to get attention from women all the time if you're a man does not go down well. I mean, it's it's when when you speak to women, it's the number one turnoff is a guy that, you know, is spending too long in the gym, just needs that that physical attention all the time. It's, all, it's almost like, no, we mm. own that. Fuck off. You know, whereas a girl can spend four hours getting ready, swish the weave round, the, <laughs> the jaws hit the floor, it's all good. I think the quiet confidence is what people like rather mm. than feeling like you have to be a peacock all the time and, you know... How did I ever lose my constantly, <laughs> yeah. um, Peacock cave. But I was, I, was, I was always the guy that would never go and speak to anyone. And once I got to a certain age, I couldn't do it. I think, do you remember I worked in bars for years? And I saw so many guys hitting on girls that whenever I thought to do it, it's like I had an out-of-body experience. And I was like, you're one of those, mate. Yeah. And it just wouldn't, it, as a result, I'd never do it. I just stopped doing it. But it's a real crisis at the moment, Pixie. I know, I know we're having a laugh about it and, we're, and, you know, we're all attached. So happy, you know, round of applause to smug us. <laughs> there are a lot of young men out there <laughs> and, and older men, I'm guessing, that feel exactly the way JP has just spoken, stuck between a rock and a hard place. You don't want to be the lecherous twat at the bar, like, can I buy you a drink? So you sort of stand being single, but then you don't want to die alone being eaten by cats. <laughs> so, but the moment you do go in, as I did when I was single, I go, do you know what? And that's what I'm going to do, excuse me. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm just a creepy, weirdy guy. <laughs> Shut up. And then you can't, you sort of can't win in your head as a man at the moment. It's dangerous to say that. I'll get in trouble for saying that, but I promise you a lot of men feel like that at the moment. I think it's, you just got a play to your strengths and not meaning to sound cliche but just be genuine and be yourself like if you like telling jokes tell all them jokes if you like to yes. be reserved and listen to what the other person's saying that's everyone has different qualities and it's just good to just be genuine and be yourself there's nothing worse than someone who puts on a like a bravado and just like says all the stuff you want to hear you just be yourself so women think men are more attractive if others show him attention. New research suggests women are more inclined to think a man is attractive if other women have rated him highly. 
So that that effect is not as noticed in men. So a man could go, God, I fancy the arse off though. And all his mates go, really? I can't see it. And I, I don't give a shit. I fancy it. It's, that's quite an, a typical male exchange. Whereas girls, this has been studied, are more likely to go, is he attractive? And all the girlfriends are like, are you joking? He's amazing, babe. Yeah, it's busy. It's busy. not that. Like more likely to be influenced. Ah, it's interesting. So girls find it attractive if the girl find them attractive. The survey suggests, whereas men are less influenced by that. So that just shows a sort of sideways emotional connection between girls, I suppose, more. Yeah, I guess obviously it's better to just go with what, what you think and not be influenced by others. But I guess, yeah, I can see that. Um, and women also are more attracted to men who show them less attention. I know I made a joke of it earlier, but this has also been studied. Ah. So it turns out there is something to playing hard to get if you're a man, getting that balance right, that hell that JP and I just talked about between not dying alone mixed with not being leery weirdo guy. So a study published in the Psychological Science found that a woman is more attracted to a man when she is uncertain about how much he likes her. Ladies, that is the most head fuck thing I've ever had to read out. <laughs> Isn't that like a masculinity thing? You know, that this identity of being masculine is this quiet... You know, it's funny, actually, there's a girl... Um, who I went to school with, and I often go onto, like, my old Facebook, like my personal Facebook page, because it's where I see the real, you know, it's like, because like, we kind of get stuck in these cycles of whether it's political, whether it's any of that stuff, you tend to always see the same stuff. Whereas on my Facebook page, I don't delete anyone, I keep everyone on there. And there's one girl who I went to school with, and she loves guys like, she's like in between relationships at the minute. She loves guys that will just fart on her. And scratch their bum and do all that stuff yeah yeah like just not not like on her but in the house they're happy to just on the sofa next to all that stuff (laughs) she loves that like and it's that kind of this is the man are you sure she's not a walrus because i know they're quite attracted to (laughs) those noises how do you know that she posted about that on facebook she posts about it yeah i did not see that story ending with she likes men to fart on them (laughs) i I just if i had been a betting man but do you know what i mean just That is incredible. (laughs) But that's some people's idea of masculinity. Homer Simpson, you know? Maybe try that then, guys. That obviously works. You never show me attention, Gary. How about this? (laughs) I love you. (laughs) I fucking love you. That's the secret. Right, we're out of time. We're out of time. Thank you. Honestly, that was brilliant. I hope everyone listened to it found it helpful. Thank you so much to JP Cooper and Pixie Lot for giving me your time. If you've come here as fans of either of today's guests highly likely please hang around hit subscribe there's loads of other episodes we cover lots of different things some are silly some are deep some are funny but do just give me that attention of listening to all of them <laughs> I just need it all day long bye thank you russell Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 